You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. Shorthand intro, this is Ad Space. ADD Space! I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman. I'm the other host, Elise Bacon. Welcome to the show. Here we go. It's like Link comes off. Link comes off to me the same way Master Chief comes off. And it's just like he's like Nintendo's Master Chief. He's just like a he's just a placeholder for the for the characters, but then I didn't, I didn't care about the placeholder. I see it for I, I wanted to play Zelda. The Legend of Zelda. And after around the fourth um Legend of Zelda game that had me playing as um uh blank slate link i was waiting until i could play as zelda it's one of the reasons why i want the hyrule warriors games because uh zelda gets in zelda gets in there zelda puts his fucking sword in the dirt and is like no one shall pass this line here zelda and her ancient fighting techniques and her cakes out here fucking fucking establishing the legend i'm sure you've heard about me 20 odd years without actually playing as me i have ma'am i have well behold and then a dragon a dynasty warrior style game is wildly appropriate she killed 400 niggas like yes i waited 25 years you killed 2,000 niggas yes this is in fact legendary it's legendary And as I say, I probably won't be playing another one since they, um, you know, won't be doing the. I don't know when they're doing that again. I know Zelda's in Smash Brothers, and I know Zelda's in Hyrule Warriors, and I don't know where else she is. Um, not having her own game. Right. And I had that opinion way before, like, you know. I didn't know the people who would have been like, yeah, nigga, you're right. Because I was just one lone man. I was just a lone man in a sea of blurds, young teenage blurds, as toxicity yeah. rose. And I was the only person like, oh, you don't play as Zelda? Hard pass. Who's this elf boy? No, no yeah, one? <laughs> it's literally why I've only played a few of them. Um, and I've beaten them because I like actually really like the gameplay and I like the puzzles because I really like puzzles in my games, especially my adventure games. Um, which weird why I love Mass Effect and Dropping it. There's so many puzzles, little literally alien Sudoku. Um, uh, so yeah, it was definitely like one of the one of the things I really had an issue with like the Zelda series. So I'm like, I just let me if I'm gonna be a nondescript character, can I be Zelda? Can I please, please, pretty please, just for the love of God, be Zelda? Bro, I have never heard of a naming convention like that. Like even even yeah, as a young boy, the the the, the name on the game was who you were rocking. So I never said the Adventures of Link. I mean, I think there's like some game called the Adventures of Link now. But when I was younger, it's... Who the fuck is Link? Link sucks. I'll say it. 
I mean, he doesn't suck. He just isn't anything. I think he sucks because of who he's not. I've oh. lo- I'm I'm going to say because I was raised with the injustice, I've lost all objectivity at the injustice, and I just glower at Link, and everyone like cheers Link, and I'm like, y'all, he sucks, and I realize that's not objective. That is whole as no, a complete total is- loss of objective. Object- Listen, when he was in Soul Calibur, I take a great deal of joy in whooping people's asses and put the little ice these um sofiti all the time. You remember she used to have that move where she'd stab the ground over and over again. Man, I put yeah, the link Yeah, she stabs your foot. Yeah, and she when you were on the ground, she could do it and just, you know, ding, 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 quite literally. And I'm just, I do that to just give, that, give the links a little bit of extra, a little extra sauce on the side when the round was over. What fucking Zelda? Who the fuck are you? Fucking elf, get out of here. Not who are you, get out of here. Yeah. All right. It's fine. It's okay, Aaron. It's no. Okay. I mean, whether it's not okay, whether it is okay, is now that I know that there are other people who felt the same way, I don't care. I'm fucking quadrupling down on that shit. I want to play as fucking Zelda for like 150 hours. I'm play as fucking Zelda. That's it. Now that I know people agree with me, nigga, please. I should never have heard that information. Oh. No, no, they should. I should never have found out that there are other people who are also resentful of the series because it's called Legend of Zelda. You play as Link, and then Link ain't nobody. Please. Yep, he's literally a placeholder for bro. You to insert yourself as the hero, bro. My little white elf. I ain't no play. Ain't no place. There's no Aaron shaped place for me. In that character. None. None. Maybe if I could character create Link, maybe. Maybe I could splash him, you know, niggatry in there. So, you know, just like aftershave, just like, you know, just just you know, put it on his sides and you know, just for just for, you know, texture. Not for texture. I mean, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know, like texturized yeah. link yes be great just you know I, I mean if he's supposed to be an avatar then lean into it let me let me change the link that i use i'm not saying he doesn't have to be an elf boy or whatever the fuck or whatever whatever he'd be an elf an elf non-binary person which would be fucking a, a step in the right direction um yeah honestly it would make sense i mean that'd be great if Link was just a person and you could just make the person Link, yes, that'd be great. And I could just, you know, maybe put a little some dreadlocks on him. I mean, you know, he still have the elf ears and stuff. He can still, you know, maintain his elf elfness. It's just, you know. All I have to say is I shouldn't have bought a Super Nintendo when I was a child. And uh, I realize this now is Switch has, Nintendo gave me a whole ass Super Nintendo with a bunch of games on it. Games that I used to enjoy and some games that I could never get that I never got. And I respect them for being good. It's just that that Sega Master Mega Drive collection or whatever. Woo! I'd be cooking on that shit, boy. Like 12 games on that motherfucker I like. And I was on my Switch, I got um, OutRun, Thunder Force. They got Thunder Force 4 and 5. Nigga. <laughs> like I said, I'm cooking. My Sega Genesis is just, I'd be cooking. Streets of Rage and Vector Man and 
Thunder Force, Outrun. Oh, oh. I still got my, I brought my, uh, when I moved, I brought my old Xbox 360, which has, uh, it has singular value, right? The console has Simpsons Arcade, X-Men Arcade, the 1989 Ninja Turtles Arcade, and Afterburner Climax. It's an old Xbox arcade game back in the day. Great I actually game. know that one. Yeah, great. Yes. Those four games rest on the hard drive. Out of all the games that I own, every game that I own on Xbox got ported over to Xbox One for backwards via backwards compatibility. Except those four. And those four are so important that the whole console will always be it'll always be ready to go. Always. Because I never know when I want to play the Simpsons arcade game or the X-Men arcade game. Or any of that shit. I never know. Yeah, I, I had, I had, I. It was funny because I, I, I really wanted a Super Nintendo, and I had a Sega Genesis because I was like, but all of these like narrative games my friends are playing that they're like, I'm like, I really wanted to play it. Like Earthbound, I wanted to play Earthbound. Uh, Sega didn't have any games like that. They just had, like, they had that. Don't get me wrong. They had the best fighting and beat em up games. Like, nigga, I lived off of those. And I, to this day, love Vector Man so much. Yes! At, to this day. And my other favorite game was called Pugsy, not Bubsy. Pugsy, little alien. I remember Pugsy. Um, definitely, yeah, we've definitely talked about him. And then there was Ristar fucking fantastic game fucking fantastic game but there is like no Ristar Ristar you turned me on to Ristar that shit was on the um, Mega Drive collection the game, the game is flame oh my god I put, I put that shit on when you mentioned it I was like, what is this it's so weird <laughs> what is this so dope Ristar it's, is good though it's so good it's bizarre and good at the same time yeah. Like you can't tell me it's not a weird game, like because <laughs> it's totally. A weird well, I mean, all I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, if we're out here, if we're if we're if we're picking threads, then every fucking these games are fucking weird. Are you kidding me? These, all these old sixteen bit, sixteen uh, bit era games are wildin'. Seen games? Wildin'. Nigga, some of them like <laughs> some of them. I'm just like they're only good in nostalgia, but <laughs> I'm like this actually is not a good game. My my favorite thing is the uh, Mega Drive collection and also the Super Nintendo um, uh, emulator on Switch. It lets you fast forward your game or rewind it. That's such a great feature. And I think they have save states now. Yes. Yes, you in fact can save. You can totally save your game. Now that it's like not an illegal emulator, like I don't feel like I'm cheating. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> i was like in eighth grade before i knew about any of that shit i'd just be like oh i'm gonna play this game it's free I'm like no that's actually not not okay bacon i'm like oh this isn't oh oh, oh this is like 11 year old me like oh, was like what this is oh, against the law oh shit this is the totally against the law i don't own a oh. copy and then i started buying copies and i'm like i own the copy <laughs> 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 like 
would go to go to like the used bookstore that had like the games and i'm like i don't even have the system but i own the game it's legal now it's legal now no no it's not it's not you ready, ready for swat to burst in the door <laughs> where are the games Save up my lunch money. Get real, <laughs> it get real tense. They'd have you hold up the game. They'll have this seventeen niggas pointing guns. You hold up one of the cartridges in your hand. It gets real tense. The game, the game. Go, Johnson, like... move in. Confirm the game. Confirm status. They fucking take the game. And the guy's scanning it real tense for forty seconds. Okay, <laughs> yes, yeah, this game. This is this game's legit. Game's legit, Captain. All right. Game, game is legit. Let's get out of here. And they're fucking, fine. And they throw on a all smoke good. bomb and they're all gone. <laughs> Paranoid child. <laughs> um. Uh. So like, I but I I would like play through them without using save state because I'm like I must play them how they were originally played. I'm like I am original. I must give respect to the game. Like, I use save states now. Fuck that shit. <laughs> oh please, are you kidding me, bro? No, 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 no. Bruh. Some of those. Bruh. Those games, those games, when a game is 35 minutes long and aware of it, it'll come at you crazy. <laughs> I was going to say, games that are 30 minutes long come at you crazy. And I'm not, I'm not mentally, as a as an old man, I'm not a prepared for how old, how the games come at you, dude. <laughs> I'm just, I just don't have it. I just don't. They come at you so wild, I can't. You know, especially the games that used to be arcade. Oh God, <laughs> no! Like, it hurts. It hurts. No. Some of those arcade games, like and I don't care. Anybody says Vector Man's one of the hardest Genesis games, like period. Far and away. Like it is like literally one of the hardest Genesis games. Um, so I was like, I mean, like using a safe state on there. There's still levels I have. I have like a like I will die a hundred times before I get past, and I'm like, how did I? this before as a child <laughs> like what what state of being did i unlock as like an eight-year-old where i managed to beat this even once i call it the singularity of youth when you have nothing happening when you don't have enough happening to distract you from playing a very difficult game. imagine an, imagine a world where it's just you and the game you're playing and like your mom like you think about that. Like, when's the last time you know it's just been like a game, and you're not even thinking about like you can't help it now. But you think of games like you play games with people, and when you play games by yourself, you're kind of taking in what they are about, and you're kind of like in like context is like framing it, and there's like all these buttons, doo, 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 little diodes going off all I'm over sorry, the how place. How was that again? <laughs> little diodes going off, and it's it's. It, everything is kind of it, games are so many moving parts because we've been playing them so long and if you look at them critically for too long then you know it's hard to look at a single game image and just it won't just be quiet it's not just like it doesn't exist in singular and when you're younger though it does so like those levels in vector man were just you and vector man <laughs> and that's a type of that's a type of gaming experience that we won't get we can't get again which is why when you play those old ass games you're just like what the fuck was i on <laughs> that uh, i was doing this it, shit it's probably it's honestly probably why i still um i still play a lot of those games like new like as like because you know there's a lot of like we're having a 
we're having a lot of people who like grew up and are like, I'm going to make my nostalgia game. I'm going to make the game that mm-hmm. I wanted to play when I was like five mm-hmm. and I was terrible at it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make it for that experience. So I'm still going to be terrible at it, but I'm going to make this game anyway. Um, like, so I like, I, I, I really like those games. Like, oh man, top down shooters. Like Woo! I just, those top down shooters just, like I just like I can just my brain just Bro. completely just just like it only the game exists Bro. nothing like it'll hit this sweet spot like where just the game exists you yep. know I'm just like all I all you hear is the background the uh the sound of your lasers oh my god yes so good it is and true. You're just, that is so true. I, and like you may even die like fifty thousand times. Oh, that's so fine. That's fine. It's the it's probably the only game genre where I will die, and and just start over from the beginning of the game. Yeah, same. And I'll just be like, well, instead of using the continue, I'm just like, well, fuck it. I'll just run it back. Because first of all, it was only twelve minutes. But second of all, it's like it's the whole experience to be taken in over the entirety of itself. And it's like the the Zen starts from the moment the level one to whenever you die, and that's it. And it's just unique to that. Like the Zen is the point, and it's how you beat it. So, it uh, big same. Now I have a question about those games and top down shooters. Since you're a fan and I'm a fan, do you have? I have a weird spidey. I have a weird spider sense where. Um, my inner child will alert me to when there's a game that exists, like a game I can buy now that was not available when I was a kid. Like, I remember a lot of games were, a lot of these games were um, Japanese imports or... Um, like, I will I will sing the praises of Ikaruga forever. Ikaruga is one of the greatest games ever made. Literally, like, like, it... it it is an iconic Japanese arcade game. Absolutely. Like <laughs> the game it's based off of is also an iconic Oof. Japanese arcade game. Um, it's literally why I like Near Automata. <laughs> really? Oh, because of the same, because of the similar shoot. Oh, I see. No, it's not even similar. So near the Dragon Guard and Near series specifically pull from iconic Japanese games of that time of like of a time period that. So like you couldn't go anywhere in Japan without seeing Ikaruga and Ace Combat. Oh. So like the like all of the mechanics like. I had never played Near or Drakengard, but I knew the mechanics because I played all the games it was based off of. I see. It is a lot like like Drakengard and Near are love letters to old Japanese arcade games. Oh, that would explain <laughs> a lot. Right. Like that that's why when like and you watched me as I was playing it, that's why like I don't know if you noticed, like I picked up on the boss mechanics like immediately. Right. That's why. Because I played huh. a lot of Ikaruga and Ace Combat. That explains so much. Because <laughs> the game near uh, near um automata is very comfortable. 
um, in a way that I didn't quite understand. Like the whole thing felt very comfortable. And then they put existential crises in there for I don't know what reason. Um, I mean, I, it, I mean, it 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 works. Um, funny thing about near and near replicant is they have a very heavy-handed narrative about these, like very heavy-handed existential existential crisis that you blow off, but then because you keep visiting the same areas over and over again, it starts to seep into your consciousness. And then all of a sudden, like, it all kind of... Like, I realized this with Neil Replicant, because Neil Replicant, apparently, you don't have to... Like, I treated it like I was a DoorDash kid. Like, I was a DoorDash guy. Like, I was, like, running. I was on foot the whole time, pretty much, unless I was drifting in a bore. I was on foot the whole time doing people's quests and stuff. And after a while, you know, people would be like, oh, there's too many quests, too many sites. And there are a lot of fetch quests in near Replicant. Like, it's a vast chunk of the whatever, however percentage of a game I'm playing. And at some point, I was just walking through the field and it all hit me um, that this is like the end of society. Like, this is like, you know, this is people trying to make do with a society that's already collapsed. And I'm like, oh, man. And I wouldn't have noticed it if I went back and forth through there like three times. But I had gone through the same field like 15 times. And on the 16th time, I was like, man, god damn. And also and all the story just kind of hit me at once. And all of a sudden, it just gave everything more momentum. And same thing with Nier Automata. And it's just, I mean, I, I assume that's what they were doing. I assume that's intentional because the existential crisis is so heavy handed. <laughs> That they were just like, eventually you will care. Trust me. Just keep delivering people's food. It's fine. It will be fine. Just keep delivering their food and whatever. Their, their Reese's Pieces and their Dr. Peppers. Catfish. Just keep, keep doing it. Yeah, I didn't, reali- I didn't realize that it had pulled from other games, though. That's actually really interesting. That really does explain the immediate comfort with the game's design. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, it was, it's definitely a love letter to... Um, like I'm, I would dare like cult classics and historic like Japanese arcades. That reminds me, I am going to send you the money for a game called Risk System. I mentioned it to you. Um, it is a side-scrolling side-scrolling shooter, um, with I believe an entirely brown cast of non-dudes, and it's actually a really it has a really interesting system where the closer you um hover to bullets the more it powers up your whatever you have this like you know this like ability to be invincible and fire a laser but you have to essentially great get grazed by as many bullets as possible it's a very interesting system very short game i think it let me check my switch i think it runs like nine bucks or something like that it might still be on sale and i want you to try because i want your opinion on it i really enjoy it uh you, we, all this talk reminded me and also i'm just scrolling down my list of arcade shooters and stuff like that and just that is definitely that is definitely one of them and uh actually if you're listening um try risk system risk system it's on switch and xbox as far as i understand i think it might be on pc as well but yeah i don't know why you hate me but i i will actually try the game i don't Um, listen here's the deal here's the deal you don't watch trailers so i didn't send you the trailer (laughs) But if you saw the trailer, then you'd understand. And anyone who's, again, listening, if you Google Risk System and look at the trailer, and if you've been following the program, and if you are reasonably familiar with our host, the owner, proprietor, the uh, CFO, 
um, lead therapist, Elise Bacon, then How you'll understand. How did I become the lead therapist? What are you talking about? You got you got the fucking job months ago. Congratulations. Uh, Congratulations. What? Good work. Good good job, everyone. Oh. Good good good. I'm not stuff, licensed. Phenomenal. Excellent stuff. Good work. Excellent job, hon. Yet another um, step up the uh, corporate ladder here at Unreasonable Fridays. Um, I really appreciate your work. And uh, again, congratulations. And um, thank you for all the work you do here at Unreasonable Fridays. Head therapist, Elise Bacon, everybody, give him a round of applause. We all believe in you. What? Congratulations. So what I was saying was there are a handful of games that I remember being a lot of money when I was a kid. And seeing them now, like um, those Neo Geo games, man, like I got things like uh, uh, Polestar, Blazing Star, Arrow Fighters, the whole Metal Slug series. That shit all together ran me about 70 bucks. Remember those game cartridges were hundreds of dollars? And they were legit, by the way. They were arcade perfect. It was fucking amazing. Neo Geo, if you're um if you're one of your parents who's a drug dealer, was a worthwhile investment and amazing gameplay experience. Did you just say worthwhile if your parents were a drug dealer? I mean, who else? Okay, no, no, it's fine. I just I mean I just, I'm who just else? checking. I mean, who else afforded who else could afford a Neo Geo? Listen. I uh, uh, was just checking to make sure I heard correctly. That's all. I mean, that was it. listen, I had growing up, I had known only one child with a Neo Geo, and it was a child of um, one of the more lucrative um, the amateur pharmaceutical purveyors in the neighborhood, greater region where I was at. And, um, you know, because everyone was aware of his. Um, his uh, daddy's um, portfolio. Um, no one would dare. Um, you know how kids are with other kids' games. No one would dare make a move on this young man's Neo Geo or his games. It was spotless. The games were treated like gold. No one asked to borrow the console or the games. Joysticks, untouched, returned to their original spot. But this young man was blessed. I believe he had four Neo Geo games before we lost track of him. Oh, God. No, I think, I mean, I don't know. Like, No, I mean, oh, God, at the Neo Geo games, not the, right. not the other part. Right. So. I mean, I, he's probably fine. He's fine. Everything's fine. Um, but yeah, now I, I buy Neo Geo games. I see them now. They're like eight bucks, I think. They're like, uh, yeah. Yeah, the arcade classic. Neo Geo games are eight bucks. I buy all of them because I remember that shit. You know, I remember there were even like games that I heard about in magazines uh, as part of the Japanese arcade scene. I never thought I'd get a chance to play. They pop up here, you buy them up. You can't help. So I appreciate them, and I appreciate you. I, what? I'm I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Would Neo Geo was one of those things that I didn't even think about as a child. Like I didn't even, I didn't have any like. There was no lust for it. There's nothing. It was like, well, that's never happening. And then moving went along my day. Like I even knew. I actually like I knew somebody who had. Like I knew several people who had them, and I was just like, 
that's nice. Then I think it's great that you have that. Never going to ever in my entire life. So it is fun playing the Neo Geo games, but at the same time, I'm I'm also just like, I like I never, I once my brain hits the this is unobtainable, it just shuts off about it. It's just like okay, it it's it's the it's the possibly obtainable that drives me up the wall. <laughs> I mean, I see it. Um, I actually totally, I totally understand. I, uh, I think what did it was, um, how arcade games, cause I used to play, you know, my favorite genre of games in the arcade were the beat-em-ups and, um, for the love of God, none of them made it to console in any shape like they were in the arcades. No. None of them. And Even the arcade, the arcade versions oof. were... Mm-mm. They were they like listen. I feel like they were just like the legal, like legally, they could not be sued for not being the arcade version of the game. Like they, you couldn't take them to court. But that was not the right. fucking arcade game, right? And um, and then I remember seeing um Neo Geo, and that was what did it. When I saw a Neo Geo, I think it was like Samurai Showdown or something like that. I look oh one God, to one. Samurai Showdown. I look one to one, and it was in a store window, and the console was like eight hundred bucks or something like that, and the game itself was like one ninety nine or some shit, maybe three. I think it might be more like three hundred bucks, and I was like, "Well, how?" And that always became my, and that became my fascination was that my obsession, my favorite type of arcade game, never made it to harm home console, never made it. And I just wanted the idea that they existed. There was a console. Even if I had to pay $1,500, which, by the way, my brother made a very good point that it, Neo Geo costs as much as an arcade. It costs like a, it was essentially a cheap arcade. Mm-hmm. And the games itself were essentially like buying arcades to scale um, for on the cheap, really. Like, I'm given how much an arcade machine is with the game and how much the individual Neo Geo cartridges is. It actually, it actually was a deal. Again, if your parents were drug dealers, but he had a point. It actually was a deal. Unattainable, unattainable deal. It's like getting 35% off a Lamborghini. It's like, thank you. All those car commercials were like, nah, finance now. Yeah, finance, yeah. So we get down. Are we gone? And you get like, a low a low down payment on this brand new Benz. I was like, bro, yeah, we could bring it down to because you because you got a Benz around Thanksgiving, it's down to eight hundred dollars a month. Like, oh, oh, thanks, that's mighty uh, helpful of uh, you. That's a hell of a lease. That's a hell of a lease. Still got there, and it, it is a deal. I'm certain that there are some people out there, and I'm certain there are some households that are like that were like eight hundred dollars a month for a new Benz. Count me the fuck in. They, they got in their old bins and drove down to the dealership. They got in their old bins. <laughs> and fucking snatched it up. So, I assume it was like that. So, what about this game that you want me to pay, play? Like, what what, what was it? What was the big, like, this is a bacon game? Um, it was a very, very opening thing. You just play as a brown person. You're part of... So the way the game is, and I need to finish it. I'm I'm slacking. 
Um, there is apparently some type of you're being pitted against your old squad. There's like some parasite that's like attacking people and you're being um, pitted against your old squad is like part of what's called. It was like at first it was called it's called training, but then it starts to escalate and your old squad's like, what are you doing? And you're like, all right. And they're like, and they're like, you know, well, fuck you then. But your old squad is just um, all brown people, all brown non-men. It's like four brown women, this varying sizes. And like one dude that Erica pointed out is probably not, definitely not binary. Like the dude is just like, he's a, he's like, if he's a very, very interesting muscle character. And it's like, even he, they are, you know, it's not clear. And the entire narrative is just kind of you just kind of encountering your old, it's not a long game, you encountering your old squad. And it's got a very engaging system that allows you to be very aggressive. And the characterization is interesting. And sometimes just playing a genre, just playing a, a bit of a genre piece as the right people is worth it, is inspiring in and of itself. So I think the system is, the art style is interesting. Um, pixel art, very well done pixel art. Um, like I said, the characters, narrative, um, being able to be aggressive, being rewarded for being aggressive. Um, it also has um, hyper, hyper scalable accessibility. So you can start from like easy, you can go all the way down from to like easy one to like hard 10, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's not so, so you can go to easy one to 10, normal one to 10, hard one to 10. And you can fill the screen with fire if you're into it. Or you can deal with one pellet every four seconds if you're into it. And um, being able to scale to that degree also. Like having a shooting game with that type of accessibility is um, of value. Because, you know, well, sometimes you're not, you don't always have it for um, whatever difficulty shooting games will, the, the top-down shoot-em-ups will hand you. Flood the screen with dots and dots and shapes and just, you just ain't got it. So, yes. That sounds amazing. Risk system. That sounds perfect. Let me see how much yeah. it is. Risk system, Nintendo Switch. I do not know why it's 88 degrees today. 9.99, yes. There's a crackling 9. Actually, you know what? I can send you this image. This is the uh, this is the main cast of character. I can send you the box art. I'll send you this. And I'll send you this and you'll understand. Okay. Um, I need to check on my cat really quick just because mm. I realize we're having another heat wave and it's 88 degrees right now. Mm. Tend, tend to your kitty, please. We'll be here. In a second. Yeah, all the reasons I moved from Arizona have been happening this summer. Phenomenal stuff. Phenomenal stuff. Uh, no air conditioning. So I just I just gave my cat a ice pack that she can. It's not like it's actually not too bad in my bedroom. I moved my. I have a. Fa I got a double window fan that can right. pull heat out. So I actually have it set up in the kitchen, because um, it's pretty much a straight shot. Right. So I have cool air circulating in the living room. My bedroom's kind of cool because it it doesn't face the sun at all. And it actually just faces a wall of vegetation, which makes it automatically like 10 degrees cooler. Right. Like, 
anywhere from like five to 10 degrees cooler. So like I just gave her, I just put an ice pack next to where she was laying. I uh, wiped her down because um, it helps cats cool down mm-hmm. to mimic sweat. And so she should, she, she should be fine. She's definitely don't touch me. I'm warm. <laughs> <laughs> like I petted her and she's like, meow. <laughs> meow. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she's definitely like, ugh. So I feel her very much. Like I very, I very much understand it. Um, But she's okay. This isn't like. I was just looking at it going, I'm like, I'm starting to get cranky. Oh, it's 88 degrees. See, I, I'm, I'm generally about fine. I'm, I'm usually fine. But once it hits like 92, 93, I'm like, why is it like this? What is going on here? Why is there heat and sunlight? Regardless of the fact it's fucking somewhere, I'm just like, no. Give me back rain and gray. I feel like it's a real heat advisory when somebody throws a chair at you. Like, that's a heat advisory right there. <laughs> airborne chair. I get really angry. Like, angry. And that's when I was like, oh, I have summer sad. <laughs> summer seasonal affective disorder. Like, I get wild depressed as the heat gets up. But I also, like, on top of the depression, I get angry. I get angry. <laughs> like very irrationally mad so but i've been i'm staying hydrated i've had i've had plenty of sodium today i have sugar-free gatorade even though sugar is good but i've had watermelon so i've had sugar um my cat's cranky and i understand she's just like oh why really get it as long as it doesn't hit 100 again i won't murder anybody i mean yes <laughs> everything will be fine i think the title of this episode will be called heat advisory <laughs> heat advisory no you know i like it uh it's a pretty chill episode i'm i'm actually really happy about this um i feel like the mass effect ones were really heated oh is there's a lot of natural passion that comes out around Mass Effect, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, playing Andromeda made me angry. Like, sorry, no, beating Andromeda made me angry. Like, just extremely angry for, like, a week. It's been a week, and I've been angry that entire week. I keep thinking, like, Andromeda... So, I... Honestly, the biggest issue that I've had with Andromeda has been... It's clearly written by a white person going, but not all white people. Hashtag not all colonizers are bad. <laughs> and I'm just like, I I tried to steer every conversation so Ryder wouldn't say that, but sometimes they literally gave no option. It was like, it was literally like the two options were you can trust, you can trust us or not all of us are bad. Like I was like, <laughs> And if you chose the you can trust us, it was like not not everyone in the initiative is like exiles or sometimes it would be like not all exiles are the same. And I'm just like. <laughs> this came out in 2017, which the hashtag not all was a thing. 
So I was like, guys, y'all, y'all had to have like looked over the past couple of years of development, saw Twitter and went, oh, wow, we should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that was my biggest hang up with it is I was just like, uh, but there was definitely a lot, just like a lot of just all of these loose, like not even loose ends, but they were just definitely a lot of beginnings to what was going to be content. Like it was clear, like all of like certain threads were going to be leading immediately into like content had the game not gotten unfairly review bombed for reasons that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has one of the greatest endings out of video games, like period. Like the ending of it is you watch me do it. Yeah. It, it it was it was just it's challenging it's satisfactory you see all your homies like it's very emotional it it is challenging yes uh, you know, building towards the thing and then executing it within based on the story that you've been telling and building yourself yes there's a whole victory lap and thanks for playing yes like the ending is one of the best endings period out of like any game I played like that last boss battle is great the whole ending is great and it just made me angry (laughs) I was just like it's not going anywhere and then you have people who okay everyone I need you to understand this the next Mass Effect game right now is entirely rumor mill we don't know what's happening the game has no name I sort of just just a picture of Liara. But Liara, Liara was playing us. I feel like in the actual scene, Liara is like look back at look, looking back at us, like start talking, and that's it. That's all she did. She was just like, "All right, Twitter, can activate," and that's it. And then the people just talking shit about a whole game with literally one person winking at the camera, knowing that we're just gonna talk ourselves into several several spirals. About what people are people are literally calling it Mass Effect Four like Andromeda didn't exist. No. And then some people are trying to call it Mass Effect Five because I know they're trying to like just call it something, but they're like, there's literally a rumor mill that the Andromeda storyline has been completely dropped and that they're just going and continuing uh the original Mass Effect series and it's gonna be Mass Effect Four. And I heard that it's both that it's um so long after the um original mass effect that andromeda storyline will play a part in it naturally so but we don't know anything we there's nothing there's literally nothing there's no information right it's uh, just a it, it it was just a video of liara um i can tell you right now ea is hiring <laughs> like nobody's business so if you're in games or one want to work in games go apply for ea because like they are bioware is hiring ea is hiring dice is hiring uh who's the other giant company under ea i can't think of right now because uh, their asses are hiring too how do i know i'm job hunting <laughs> and oh, i'm just sure. like seeing like like ea's got like not like 500 positions open <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus, fuck. (laughs) So, yeah, if you want to get into games, that's a really good time. Or if you just want to figure out these rumors. Want to figure 
got these rumors. Like if you just like if you just you're you're hell bent, you're just sitting there, and you're one of those people that like it's like Mass Effect Five, and you're really fighting niggas on the internet. Then um, go get a job there. Confirm. Be the best. Be the leak that you want to see in the world, friend. Be the leak you want to see. I'm Do never it. getting hired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never getting hired. <laughs> That's all, folks. I'm never thanks, Aaron. I mean, uh, you I ruined can, my chances. I mean, I, I'm gonna, I can beep it out and then re- release the. No, the it's full... fine because they're not doing, they're not doing remote anyway. Oh, you gotta show up there. You gotta show up there unless, unless you're in the um, higher administrative roles and and dev- development roles. But we, ain't, but we ain't. all the all the peon roles are in person. But co- but COVID is back and better than ever. Yep. No, quite literally back and better than ever. Like no, it's not I an know. exaggeration. It, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I, it's I, the I best know, it's ever been. It's not an exaggeration. It's the best it's ever been. Like COVID's ready yeah. for the new season. It's been yeah. working out. I was looking. I was looking. I was like, oh, and there's like actually stuff that my skill set could do that's like completely unrelated to the podcast. Like actually, like. Like I know production just in general, like workflows, right. production and workflows. So that's kind of the stuff I was thinking for. And I was like, I can do these. Not a remote job. And they're like in there, like in the text, they're like, this is not a remote job. Yeah. Like we actually ha- typed it in there. It's not a remote. And I'm like, but but, 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 but whoa, we, we can't I can't, we can't go to California. <laughs> also, we can't be convening, like, bro, like you understand how this works. Like, we can't go, like, you're not paying me. Like, what you were offering me was fine for here, but now I can't take my black ass to California and make that same amount of money and then rub nostrils with you fools. Come on, man. I have one chronic condition. Y'all ain't giving me a second. And COVID's down to like four percent body fat now, moving well. Like I don't understand. Has, like has high fresh hydrated skin. Like right. it's clearly, clearly it's brightened exfoli- up their regime. Exfoliated, got its hair done. Like it's ready to be out in the street. And I don't want to be out there in the street. Like I'm gonna go ahead and let COVID have the street for a while until we get our vaccine. Hair did, nails done. Right. Oh, it's out there. Sashaying. A little midriff. A little working mid- it. Got the midriff out. Got the got the six pack out and everything. Letting everybody know. Got the short shorts on. Letting everybody know. They're ready. COVID's ready. It's cute. <laughs> COVID is <laughs> So I don't know why they want us to come back. Like, that's the thing. And that's that's where we're at. And that's the thing. Like, I understand we we had gained momentum towards air quotes normalcy, but now we have to stop. And it's, it really is like a barge. Like, stopping the ship again is so hard for America. And it's just like, I understand we had a hot month, but we got it all. I mean, yeah, but we, we had a hot month. Now we're, we're back. We can't, you can't be around the people. You, you, you can't, you shouldn't. And the thing about it is now it's like, you know, to the point where, you know, everybody who is hanging around in crowds again, or someone's getting COVID. You hang around in crowds, you get COVID faster than you did before, amazingly enough. So... I don't know why they want us to go back to work. They just want us to go back to work. So they have some, like, I feel like we just need, we just need people to yell at. We need, we need the exploitable class doing exploitable things, being exploited regularly for our sanity. And uh, it's not sound. 
And I'm sorry that you um uh, trapped in your house, not able to work jobs you could do, which would actually be fun. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> but why? Yeah, I, I'm applying to this one job that's like, it doesn't say it's remote, but it doesn't say it's not New York. It's serious. And I'm just like, I'm going to, I'm just going to see, because I want to see what they say. Like, I just, you know, I just want to, I just want to test the waters. I'm like, so what, what happens if I can't move? What yeah. Um, also, uh, I'm also like, are you going to relocate me yourself? Bro. <laughs> because that's the only way I'm moving. Bro, these places that do not know if they're keeping you for longer than a year be asking you to move to California. Like, come to the Bay Area. Excuse me? For a year or more? Really? And the question is, it's like, why would you want me to do that? Like, why would you? It's just inherently stressful. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you just want me to be inherently stressed out at home where I'm at right now? Like, why is it that you want me to sink thousands of dollars before I get there and be stressed out the whole time? Because then I'm worried about my living situation because it's tenuous. Unless you're making a shit ton of money, it's tenuous. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. Labor situation in this country is fucked. There's a tug of war. There's a tug of war going on. And um, just people trying to, mostly just people trying to pull us into the abyss, really. Like, we need, we need, we need our disposable class being disposable for um, the good of everyone else, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. And I was like, why don't we, you know, you know I don't know. I'm actually at a loss for words about it. It's just like, oh, we're just yeah. actively, people actively trying to, like, have you waste man hours and actual time to try and get yourself killed. Like, you want to apply for a position where you get yourself sick because that's it. They just want you to apply and tell them, like, how much do you want to <laughs> rub nostrils with strangers for a few bucks? And then you're supposed to go, I'd love to. That sounds like a great idea. I'm so excited to to do that to 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 meet strangers and breathe in their their air because there is it's phenomenal. I love breathing it like right now. I wish you were around. It's like it's like a really sniffing the air you breathe out. That's wow. I'm very. Passionate. I mean, actually, you'd probably be fine with me specifically because I've been I've had, I'm completely agoraphobic at this point, <laughs> and I'm vaccinated. Right. I'm probably my specific air is probably safe to breathe in. I don't know about the rest of you folks. What you need everybody in the same place for? That shit boggles my mind. Like what the fuck? I don't do even you want I don't even want people in the same place. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm just like, ooh, ooh, uh space. Yeah. The right. final frontier. Right. <laughs> <laughs> about that <laughs> me hi hecky about that like oh oh ooh, ooh. Mm. Mm. i don't know i don't know buddy right i'm not, I'm not entirely sure right i just don't understand this one everybody in your fucking one everybody in your goddamn space i don't get it i'm so it's just 
I don't. I don't want everybody in my space normally, and now it's dangerous to have people in your space. And it's just seems as though they just want workers. Like the normalcy is is workers. The presence of workers is the normalcy that people seek, and not all the workers because yeah. the high because you know the high ranking executive people get to be home. It's just that the presence of workers makes people feel better. Like Americans feel better about workers in a room working. Well, because they. Look at my own business. They want to watch people doing the thing. And I think I'm just like, that is a problem. I'm like, you need to trust people to do their jobs. People actually work better when you're not hovering. I remember I got into an argument with a friend about this. And I realized that America is generally, uh, we, we function on this distrust of where the more opportunities you give someone, it's the less likely they are to actually work. And that's a fallacy. It's just subjectively wrong. But so many Americans have bought or, or have, drawn, have chosen to drink that Kool-Aid that it's perfectly fine and acceptable that that be a reason why we need to stuff people into rooms with each other to breathe in each other's air. It's just like, oh, well, yeah, well, uh, you know, how will we know that they'll do the work? Because they want to eat. There are some people who take advantage of the systems in place to make life easier. They're an outlier. Most people do not take advantage, do not manipulate these systems for their benefit to the detriment of the overall project. Because, again, we like to eat. We're also inherently capitalist to the point where we all kind of want to do a job well. Not, not, we are not necessarily willing to die over it. But the average American wants to make their mark. They want to have lived for a reason. I like, so the funny thing is, is like, I like working. Yes. I genuinely like working. Like, even, you know, even in my, like, you know me, I'm like one of them side hustle Negroes. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I never thought I was. And then I look at it and I'm like, oh no, I turn everything into a side hustle. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm legit like one of them folks. Um, I just went about it differently. Um, and it's just like, I genuinely like working. Yes. Uh, I do genuinely do not like being exploited. <laughs> right. That's it. Yes. We all want to do a good or, job. Or like, let me exploit myself. Yes. <laughs> like, let, let me have an option. Which is, it. you know, what's funny is it's easier to get more work out of someone when they're working from home because then the, the lines, the boundary, the office boundary doesn't exist. You're more likely to be able to get someone obsessed over the quality of their own job when they're working from home. Then when they're in the office, they want to leave. They didn't want to be there. They don't want to be there. They leave. They throw their fucking laptop up against the wall and drive away until 8 a.m. the next day. That's a big chunk of time. When you're home, though, work comes to you randomly. You're sitting there playing Risk System, which your friend just got you. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then you go slide over your work laptop at 9.15, which you would never have done if you had to go to the office. That laptop would be dead to you until you have to go back to work. But when you're working La from... Laptop, I don't know her. Right. <laughs> but you're much, more, you're much more likely to have work on the brain 
if you're home and comfortable and worried about doing a good job. And it's just one of those things that I feel like we're so obsessed is that there are folks so obsessed with just the appearance of the grind, the appearance of the steel mill that, you know, that our, our grandparent, the, the jobs our grandparents work. We have to keep up that appearance, even though there's no place for it, to the point where we just literally will have 100 people sitting in an office. Be but the thing is, is steel is fucked right now. Yes. Like, them steel mills are closing. Also, steel is fucked in general. Like, Trump fucked up. Trump fucked up steel. COVID fucked up steel. That boat getting stuck fucked up steel. <laughs> Listen, who, like, everybody on that ship has to be, for the rest of their life, dying of embarrassment. I mean... Like, perpetually dying of embarrassment. Like, they probably, like, are, are as vague as possible as they can be on their resume about what their previous job was. <laughs> like, like I'm sure nobody got fired over it because it, it was just, it, it was it was a freaking major. Like, there was nothing. It, it was, like, they just got pushed and got stuck and got wedged and there's nothing that can be done. I like to think that. Even though they cost the entire world, like, it was several billion dollars (laughs) i like to think that the real that the real that the real gems came from the people in the town around the port so like imagine if you work on that boat and you get off the boat to get lunch and like the like the door like the concierge sees you coming off the boat and everyone in the restaurant like moves all the tables to the extreme side of the restaurant just in case you you lose your way (laughs) get stuck like like there has to be endless jokes about the people working on the boat to the people at the port, the people that are at the restaurants, the people at the, wherever the wherever the general stores are, they had to be getting those jokes off on those people in that stuck ass boat. It was a month, right? It was over a month. It was yeah. over a month. Yes, every day you're just working to get the boat every unstuck, day costing all the countries literal like billions all the countries <laughs> i would love to hear the jokes that got off on the expense of the people working on that boat trying to get because you can't because you're just imagine being embarrassed for a month and a half just straight they are going to die embarrassed bro imagine that i'd be one of that one of those stories to be like grandpa Tell me about the time when the boat got stuck. Oh, no. Shh. <laughs> and there's like company over and grandma's just like, shh. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Our <laughs> boat got stuck. Were you on the boat? Mom said you were on the boat that got stuck. How was it? How did it get stuck? No, 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 no. There was the no kid. boat. I, I never, I never worked on, on, on the boat. Never. I see a kid get grabbed by the top of their head and kids get grabbed by the top of their head and pulled away. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> steel. Ain't nobody working in steel right now. So we try. So then. Uh, the appearance, the grind, the 40 hour a week grind is like this visual that we're looking for, even though there's no place for it. And, and it's just like, like we're obsessing over it to the point where like we're willing to put people in harm's way like Delta variant is not a real thing. So, yeah. It's pointless and it's ugly and it's happening for a terrible reason, really. It's happening for a terribly selfish um uh poorly thought out reason 
Yes. It's not great. It's not a good reason. We're not doing good. It's all bad. That's very bad. All right. Um, um I do have to mention um uh Nintendo did have their Nintendo Direct, Nin- Indie Direct, just dropped yesterday uh, with uh, several games that are now available immediately. They're like, by the way, so here's some upcoming games, and by upcoming, I mean in the next hour um, <laughs> that you that you've been waiting for for like two year, two three years. Uh, Ax- you know, Axiom Two. Now there's Boyfriend Dungeon is finally out, yes. and um, I'm so screwed. Uh, Chucklefish's new game is—that's uh, a Stardew Valley person. Chucklefish's new game is going to be coming out September 14th. Um, so everybody who said that the summer was slow, I'm going to say once again, fuck you. Um, also. Um, I realize this is like, can we, can we officially like, can we, can, what, what, what should we do for indie development as it carries the gaming industry squarely on its shoulders? Squarely, our gaming, our new game entertainment rests squarely on the shoulders of indie developers who have been working the, who've been working essentially remotely since before the pandemic and kept it moving small teams. But they're carrying the game industry right now. The new games you play are from those guys. Almost mm-hmm. all of them. Yep. When's the last time I bought a AAA? Actually, let me see something here. When was the last time I bought a game that was big developer? Uh, no. uh, I mean, I'm playing The World Ends With You, Neo, which ooh, mm. we should talk about that for like two seconds when we're done with the indie game. I mean, it's, it leads right into each other. I'm... Yeah, even something, yeah, The Ascent is made by 10, ten dudes. The, the, the Ascent is made by 10 Polish men. Um, it plays like it. Um, it really does. It's so, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a, it's like, it's one of those things where I would almost like you, the character creator is hilarious because you essentially, they give you six faces, but it's all the same white woman's face and it's all the same white man's face. And you just get and to change just different shades of different mud. shades of mud. And it's like when you get too when you get too dark, you realize you're just like in blackface, so you gotta lighten it up a little bit. And you put the dreads on, and they look ridiculous. They look like but the whole like thing. oh god, yeah, those those whatever you call them look like it look they look like clay. <laughs> like have have you seen like those like those little like clay things where you put the tub of clay in and it like comes out in like little noodle things? Yes, that's what it looks like. Yes. So like I, I don't call them braids or locks or dreads. I, it's Those just clay hair. Yeah, that's clay hair. That is not real. I couldn't I couldn't fuck with it. Um, I had to do the little side bob thing. Same. I laughed. Yeah. Um, uh, my best friend and I chose the exact same design. Yes. <laughs> like, it's funny because like he's got a male character. He's got a male bodied character. I've got a female bodied character, and like they look the exact same. Yes. <laughs> it just has kind of boobs. <laughs> so yes uh, uh, I love I love the game The Ascent by the way I fully recommend it um, it, appa- is, it is very fun uh, I am warning it is buggy so if you're a person who for whatever reason even at the cost of free does not like bugs I'm telling you 
The game is buggy, but yeah, it's very fun. It's also it, cross-play. You can play with everybody. Yeah, give it a second. It's not. It's still cooling on the sill, the Ascent. It's a great game, but and I played the absolute shit out of it. Um, I'll freely say it's on Game Pass, so it is free. I mean, you know, whatever your subscription for the subscription fee is. Um, but fair warning, it is. Also, I will say that it varies wildly based on the platform that you're playing it on. Because I know people on Xbox, on vanilla Xbox One, are having a hell of a time with it because it's Unreal Engine 4 and relentlessly so. And playing it on my Series X, it's fine with the occasional bug. And also, but there are like quality of life issues. Like the frame rate is, you know, the frame rate is 30 frames per second, but under siege on base Xbox, for example. The load, like, um, like a thad was telling me, it took him four minutes to load into the game. <laughs> like just four minutes of hitting start and that little screen. Um, so I'm telling you this with a game. Like it's clearly very much a game for um, working PCs and high end. Xbox is Xbox Series S or Xbox Series X. Um, I, I think I have a high-end PC. I mean, if you, I mean, you sound like you were, you'd be able to run it fine. I mean, that's how no, it No, I, I can run it fine. It's just, oh, I had mad audio issues with it. They patched it after the day after you played it and sorted out a lot of the co-op. <laughs> Right, they sorted out like I played co-op. I was playing co-op with Bab, and uh, it was pretty clean. And uh, yeah, it was no, it was no issue. But like I haven't done crossplay, but a lot of the issues actually were tended to in exactly in a patch while you were telling me about the the glitches you were having. The patch came out like I downloading the patch. <laughs> so so there is that. But there are more patches to come. It's like I said, it's again a very 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 ambitious, very interesting indie game um i fully like i said i recommend it and like i said that compliments to indie game developers who are like i said carrying the summer there are no triple a plus triple a titles coming out i think madden comes out with madden season but i don't know if madden even counts as triple a titles as madden and yeah, then I, I i don't i don't know what like my what i believe constitutes a triple a for whatever reason doesn't match what other people's decision what other people's definition well what is your definition let's get a my definition of triple a is like a massive multi-million uh high graphic game like they put the same amount of money into the game that you put into like marvel movies right like that is a triple a game they are actually far and few in between there's not that there's not no. that many of them they're not always very long they just are very like very in-depth just throw all the money into the game right um they're not what's holding up the industry not at all no but i do think in a way they're kind of holding back the industry just a little bit quite a bit um, um it, it it it's almost like it's an it's an anchor it's an anchor in the ground kind of keeping opinions of games and the games we're all willing to play back a little bit. Yeah, like I like I personally feel like you shouldn't only want to play AAA games because that's going to be the that's when you're going to hit that there's no games coming out cuz they're massive games. They're massive. They're extremely expensive. You can't have a bunch of AAA games going on at the same time in the same company. No. 
the, the money's not there. No. And and like, you know, there's also the cost of it. Like we have to raise the price of these games because you can't have like a multi-million dollar game and not raise the price of it. Like it's just not like part of why we have crunch. Right. <laughs> you can't do that. Um so like Literally everything that's not that is a double A game. And double A is fine. It doesn't mean it's a B-rated game. It mm. just means not as much money got put into it. Also means it's going to get more money back. It does sound um I mean, it's good to keep this like this talking point like the definition in play just because Double A games, fine indie games. They're all good. There is like, you know, when you get into the discussion about the value of something like a Game Pass versus paying for all of your games and then only wanting to uh, play AAA games, just inherently like the games you hear about are the ones with the most marketing, but they kind of get pushed to the top with the most money, you know? Um, also, an indie game does not mean it was cheaply made. Absolutely not, no. Some indie games get a lot of money thrown behind them. Yeah, like The Ascent, clearly. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, <laughs> was, a lot it, of money. Sometimes what'll happen is, is an indie developer will get paid by a publisher to put out a game. Yeah. Yeah. So, that is still an indie game. Yeah. Does not mean that there's not a lot of money put behind it. Yeah. So, just... Again, de- definitions are important. Language is important. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I keep those in mind because, like I said, there is a there is like um the weird argument that of certain games having inherently more value in the existence of games discussion, like the fact that like you know we you know the continuous talking point to say like uh, Xbox has no games, for example when it's like quadrupling down on indie development to such a degree, like I said, it's hinging the entirety of game pass on its own first party developers, but mostly indie games. Vast majority of game Pass is weighing on the importance of indie games and the way people actually play games in practice, despite what they argue about on the internet. Like statistically, we play games differently than what we're yelling about on the internet and we don't say it. (laughs) (laughs) So we tend to do tend to dabble. We jump around. We play way more indie and double A games than we talk about. We, we also don't finish games. We do not finish games. Um, I finish games. You finish games. You finish games. There's like a few games that I haven't finished, and it like they sit right here in the back of my mind, going, "Finish me, finish me," and I can't turn it off. <laughs> well, um, would you like? Would you? I mean, what games are these? Do we need to finish? Uh, right now, there's Near Automata and Bravely Default 2. Because uh, remember, I rage quit Near Automata, but it wasn't like a quit quit. It was just like I need to come to you later. Oh right, I remember. Yes. And then Bravely Default just got fucked over by Mass Effect. Mass Effect was a barge. It moved everything out of the way. Yes, moved everything. Like I wasn't gonna play the Legendary Edition, and then suddenly it showed up, and I went, "I have to play the Legendary Edition." Well, you know, and and for the record, we uh, Justin and I paid specifically for your social commentary, and it did not. It did not um, disappoint. The assertion. Yeah, it, the, the by the way, the assertion that Bioware helped create their own toxic fan base that torpedoed Andromeda. 
oh man and it's true though they empowered they empowered lots of problematic people to expect problematic decisions and problematic narrative and then when they took it away they were like what the fuck is this i'm trying to be racist I need all my, I need all my women to wear full body suits with the with the top unzipped. Where's this? Why are they all wearing full body suits? I want to be racist. What is this? Why is everybody eating? That's an alien. I don't want to feed an alien. Uh, you know that was one thing I noticed in Mass in Mass Effect Andromeda. What? No one. No one. There was no fan service. There was no fucking fan service in that game. What do you mean fan service? You mean like having Liara suddenly step out in front of the camera and wink at the audience like fan service? No, no. I mean like Bayonetta all of a sudden spreads her legs fan service. Oh, yeah. Or uh, what was that one scene in the Metal Gear Solid game? I mean, the scene where... Now, which one was there the scene? (laughs) There was the scene with Meryl's butt. There is the Metal Gear Solid. There is the entire character of Silence. Yeah. And the fact that you can get along with her so well that she does some weird, seductive, awkward, naked person dance in the chopper after a mission. Yes. Um, Like, I don't know, like Metal Gear Solid's pretty trash. So, I mean, like the least trash one is the third one. And that's still pretty bad. So Yeah. So like that, like, like all of what you just said. All right. Yeah. None of that. Yes. I noticed that too. I mean, like my favorite fan service isn't really fan service, but I got to hear kissy noises with a veteran, and I thought that was adorable. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally kissy noises, and I'm like, this is cute. And it wasn't. It was like funny kissy noises, not like realistic kissy noises. Right. I was like, this is fucking precious. <laughs> like if you're trying to be ridiculous with your partner, kissy noises. Right is so funny um so yeah oh yeah i was like it was one thing i just like it was something i was thinking because i was like i would look at the characters and like even when you go to like cut scene talk to them they just they wouldn't be like there was no seductive turn to the camera sultry stare there's like <laughs> that. Yeah, but miranda's and miranda's a butt just that doesn't make sense it's literally just like Miranda. it's like she it's basically like as if she was wearing an actual leather outfit, right? But then when it came to her butt, they just like actually just like painted it so it looked like her actual outfit, but it was really just butt because no leather outfit house skin tight sits on ass juice like that. Uh, yes. <laughs> and there was like, there's even like parts where there's like little leather folds. Like, so, like, it clearly, like, it looked like a skin-tight leather outfit in, like, certain places. And then the rest of it, it looked like it was, like, hand-painted on to match the rest of it. I mean, I swear to God, if I'm working <laughs> on a project and someone submits a character, like, a character rendering, and they have two clearly defined ass cheeks in clothing, I might have to fire the person on the spot. Like, we're going to have problems. Like, you got you to gotta pack your stuff. Like, this is, like... First of all, like, how old are you? Second of all, <laughs> this is this is porn. Like, I don't need like no, ass. It's, it's it's basically Lee Field. If Lee Field was Lee Field's work was in a video game, bro. I don't. I just. I don't. I just. Anyway, uh, God bless Andromeda for not doing it. <laughs> I was like, I was actually looking for it, 
And I was like, looking at the outfits, I was like, I was even looking at Cora's, like Cora's is perfectly military, like military looking, like still skin tight, but it's just like not sexy at all. And I'm like, this is nice. <laughs> Everyone looks nice. Right. I don't and know. even even like the the sexy femme rider attire is literally like sports bra. Yes. Uh, basketball top, basketball, uh, like track tracks pants. <laughs> right. Like headphones. I was like, you look like you just got off the court. Right. That's what's up. Okay. I was like, this is cute. Okay, that's what's so. up. All right, that makes me happy. Yeah, see, that's what I mean. That type of stuff. I, 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 I'm happy to hear that. So I know I keep going back. I just no, beat the game. Here's the I deal. beat the game so I could play the world ends with you, and I'm playing the world end with you, and I'm just like, this game is amazing. Here's the deal. There's no, we can talk about Mass Effect for Mass Effect. Mass Effect shaped. Mass Effect helped shape. Well, first of all, as a Dragon Age fan. They spent a lot of time not making fucking Dragon Age to make a lot of Mass Effects for it to fucking warp their fan base like this. So I want to talk about it because we didn't get Dragon Age for a long time for fucking Miranda's fucking painted ass cheeks. And that shit's fucking annoying. And I love Mass Effect. But you know what? I want to talk about it. I want to know. Listen, there are lots of people who like Dragon Age and don't understand why there is so little Dragon Age when it's the best thing Bioware's ever made. So yeah, it's all goes. It's all important. Listen, it's important. Mass Effect one, two, and three. The treatment of Andromeda, the expectations created by the fans, and why the fuck we haven't gotten any fucking Dragon Age. Luckily, they're working on it. Dragon Age four mm. is just coming out. Sure. And they're not gonna fuck. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't think they're gonna fuck over that game yeah i don't think so either i think that game might be real cautious i mean they just gotta um, they just gotta do it they just gotta just put the dragon age out just just put the dragon age out that's it just just don't don't overthink it i remember it was supposed to be a live service game originally and they were like hard stop on that and, God. and i was just like guys just please just put the game out we will buy Dragon If I promise to buy it, will you just put it out a normal Dragon Age game, please? Like I'll even pre I'll even like I'll even pre-order like the, the legendary edition of of Dragon Age. I promise. Like what do you I need mean, from me? I'm I'm pre-ordering the like I mean that's I'm It doesn't by the way, by the way, it is not it's not confirmed. I'm saying whatever they need me to do so they can just put out a regular ass Dragon Age game, I'm willing to do it. I just need to know what they need me to do. I don't want a live service game. I don't want multiplayer on. I just want the continuation of the story that ended with the Inquisitor. That's I actually it. did like the multiplayer in Inquisition. So I wouldn't actually mind if there is a multiplayer mode, to be honest. I wouldn't mind it either. It doesn't need it, but like I wouldn't actually mind. Yeah, same with Mass Effect. If, I, um, if, if I they did it like the strike missions right. in Andromeda, because Andromeda plays like Inquisition meets Mass Effect 1. Right. Um, if they did it like the strike missions, I think that'd be great. Oh, listen, um, that would be that would be fantastic. Like you put your little like you put your little folks on the board and be like, I'm sending you out. Right. Listen, I en I enjoyed that multiplayer suite, that Dragon Age Inquisition, Mass Effect Andromeda, Mass Effect Three multiplayer stuff. I actually really enjoyed it. 
I really, really did. Good. I had a lot of fun with it, actually. I had a surprising amount of fun with it. Mm-hmm. If they brought back, like, there's like, people like, you know, there's a, you know, there's growing momentum on Reddit uh, for people who want them to bring back Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, for example. Um, and the value, you know, the Bioware is like, you know, circling it. And that'd be fine. I'd love to play it. Um, I'd love to play Andromeda. One of the reasons why I'm hoping that, you know, Series X gets that little, you know, the first person, the FPS boost on Andromeda so I can play it. And I'd love to be able to play multiplayer specifically. Andromeda multiplayer is a fucking hoot. So is Dragon Age. They, they are onto something. I just, I just need them to put the game out. I just need them to put a new Dragon Age out. Like, I just need them to do the thing. And then I just, I don't know what it's going to take for them to just put a Dragon Age game out. So they can email me. They can hit me up on Twitter. Like, tell me what you need from me. I'll disseminate it to the rest of the African-American community. And we'll go from there. <laughs> and just let me know. Yes. So Mass Effect has value forever. But you know what else has value forever? The world ends with you. The jammiest jamming Forever. Oh, my game. God. Like, uh, uh, uh. So the world, I'm not even halfway. This game is going to be bigger than I thought. Um, I'm not even halfway through it. And I'm just like losing my mind. Um, there's a whole new set of characters. It takes place after the world ends with you. Um, everyone who got erased in the first one shows up in this one. Um, so that, I mean, think of think of that what you will. Um, now it's uh, it's very much team based now the the reaper game is team based um they the music is so good the music is better than the first one um the music the, the music in the first one is super good the music in this one is even better they brought back almost all the tracks from the original one and then remixed it for the neo version and then there's like a whole bunch of new like brand new tracks there's new pins to attack people uh combat took me a minute to figure out it's very i'm still like trying to execute it with like precision it's hard it's definitely challenging um it's one of those where you you have you'll unlock a variety of difficulty settings etc um you're gonna use all of them so like i don't know if that's like pushing it which accessibility direction <laughs> but you will be using all of them and they're not all impossible either so like uh pins basically activate your powers um and they're and when i mean pins they're like literally like designer pins like that you put on like hats and stuff like they have powers because the whole theme of this is trends like trendiness it takes place in one of the trendiest places in Japan. Bro, this shit look like Fit Wars. I'm never like I feel like fights. Like I'm like I said before, as a person, like I have the stream on in the background and like have it in low volume, and it really does look like people are coming through with poor fits, and then all violence breaks out as a result. Like sometimes, <laughs> like sometimes it's real, like you fighting like a scorpion or like a shark, but sometimes it's just niggas poorly dressed, and you have to tussle with them because they're poorly dressed on principle because you're not. Oh yeah, you you were saying me fight the Rivers City Society and they're a bunch of normcore kids. Right. I just people like with the the, the uh, flannel shirts and jeans, sweater, vest. sweater vests, and y'all y'all just don't like each other. And I get it. I mean, if I if listen, if I was dressed to the nines everywhere I went, 
then yeah, sure, I'd have beef with people who are just like, hey, listen, I'm in Austin, Texas right now, and I already have beef with people because a vast majority of these people dress like Beavis and Butthead. So by the world ends with you rules, I would have to fight a vast majority of these people on the sidewalk. And the I wouldn't worst, blame The worst part is, is like it's been making me pay attention to how I'm dressing when I like <laughs> stream because I'm like, I'm like, I can't look shabby playing this game because I feel like the game will be mocking me. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't have to think about it because uh one of the characters, is that a mask he has down around his face, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, how is he? How is he wearing his mask? Like, it looks stylish. Like, how does it look like a fashion thing? Like, should I wear a mask? Should I wear? Actually, it is a fashion statement. Like, masks are like cultural over there. Oh my god, I love. I am so jealous. Like, (laughs) like at one point they're like, "Look at you! You're being conscientious wearing a mask." He's like, "No, it's not because it's just like it's it's fashion. It's fashion." Uh, it's great because like and that was in response to there's apparently like this idol group that you can like do submissions around and like this um, idol group is like misophobic uh, misophobic so like they're like really anti like they're like they specifically the localization team was just having a field day with this because they're like you must be social distanced no hold no shaking hands you must stand x apart (laughs) and i was like Oh, there's like so many COVID references in this game. <laughs> like it, it really feels like COVID hit in like mid development, <laughs> and then they changed some of the language in the game. <laughs> I'm here for it. I mean, I've been waiting for this game for two years, so like. I mean, it's it's nailing it. It's so good. It's so good. And the soundtrack, like, even if you don't like this kind of game, I'm streaming it on Twitch, by the way, so you can go to my Twitch and, like, watch it. Um, Even if you don't watch it directly, just listen, just vibe out. I have, like, I had people just vibing out today. Yes. (laughs) I was vibing out. Like, I'm sitting there, like, bobbing my, I can't stop myself from, like, bobbing at my head and singing for it, through it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm loving this game, but seriously, go to the Square Enix store, buy the soundtrack. The soundtrack is flames. So good. It's a three disc album, 100% worth it. With every penny. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sitting there when I, when I ordered it, I was sitting there going, I think I'm going to start up a small music collection again. I used to have a massive music collection. Multiple times it's gotten lost. And then I went, I'm never doing this again. I'm streaming only. Now I'm thinking about slowly just making like a like a small one, small for like the specials, like you know Beyonce's next album, <laughs> that one video game soundtrack. Got the Pulse soundtrack also from Square. Square Enix is just getting my money right now, and I'm really angry about it. <laughs> Fuck you, Squeenix. Fuck you, EA. Both of you are getting my money, and I hate you. <laughs> Hire me! (laughs) 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 So I can spend less money. I want an employee discount, guys. I need an employee discount, please! (laughs) I can't live like this. (laughs) I won't leak anything. I just need the discount. Speak for yourself. I won't tell you shit! (laughs) (laughs) You can't tell me nothing. I won't tell you shit. I'm going, I'm going right to the internet. 
<laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, Aaron, I've got some juicy gossip for you. There's a bunch of goosey, juicy gossip that's happening at work. And he'd be like, oh, do you tell? And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know why? Employee discount. Fuck you. That's right. That's completely valid. That's a, that's sound decision making. So I can't be trusted. I can't be trusted with the information. I'll be definitely leaking the details of Mass Effect undisclosed location for immediately, as soon as I catch wind of it. Any detail. Shit for me. That's right. Not a goddamn thing. All right. So you said you have a Twitch stream. How do people find this Twitch stream? Uh, my Twitch, I believe it's called The Baconzilla. It's very pink. You can't miss it. It's very pink. It says The Baconzilla all over the top of it. Everything is super adorable pink. Yes, it is in fact the Baconzilla. Um, uh, how people find you on Twitter if they need to find you on Twitter? That's uh, that's a great question, Aaron. How do people find me on Twitter? Uh, that one backfired. Hold on. There we go. Um, at Baconzilla, uh, B four Z zero and Z I L L A. That's B four Z zero. And Z I L L A on Twitter. And you can follow the show at uh, UN Fridays, on Fridays, like Reverse Fridays, Nega Fridays, on Fridays. And um, yeah, do the thing. Watch Bacon play. We'll talk more about it. I'm finna get it once I uh, get a few more dollars in the pocket. And we'll talk about The World Ends With You, the most um, stylish game ever created. Possibly allowed by the Food and Drug Administration. Who knows? Anything else you'd like to add? Or else we're going to shut it down. Uh, this has been a part of your the bacon broadcasting system. Didn't know we had one of those. But yes, that. I was doing tests on it earlier, so sure. All right. Well, there you go. Have a pleasant day. <laughs>